Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. From Lake Michigan to the Mississippi and every river, lake, and field in between, let's talk everything outdoors. Yeah, it's time to hop on the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to the Midwestern Shooter Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors, presented by Coleman Insect Repellents. Fasten your seatbelts for a wild ride through Wisconsin's outdoors, only on Sports Radio 1057 FM, The Fan. the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. Well, welcome to the second hour of Power with Danny Bush and me, Tommy Neubauer. Hey, welcome back, folks. We come to you every Saturday morning from 6 to 8 a.m. We are live, we are unrehearsed, and we are taking your phone calls at 414-799-1250. Got any questions or comments? You want to beat Bushy up a little bit? You go right ahead. Black crappies lives matter. And <laughs> I love it. And of course, oh my Jazz Jazz can't wait to get some of them wings. I love chicken wings. Those are awesome. Chicken wings, turkey wings. I like wings. Anyway, folks, there's co- something coming up on the fish. <laughs> All right. I'm you sorry. Like I, I, I love that. I can't wait to show that to family and friends. Oh, oh my that God. Is, that was funny. Dude. That was funny, that but was oh, Jesus. And, 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 you know, and, <laughs> I had a hard time saying that with a Gary, face, let me poor, tell you. Poor Gary from Lebanon. He had to think about that. I mean, I never heard of that oh, one. He, said. <laughs> he never heard of that fish. Anyway, uh, or that group, whatever. Anyway, uh, coming up on February 9th, 10th, and 11th, is the Fish X Fishing Expo at the Washington County Fairgrounds. The biggest thing about this, Danny, besides them having free parking, and uh, they're going to have uh, bait and tackle and boats and resorts and all that stuff you see at a fishing show, right? Best thing about it, Danny, mm. it's free. It's the only free show that I've ever heard of. It's free. You walk in there. You don't have to buy a ticket. You don't have to reserve a spot. Not only is the parking free, but the attendance is free. You see all, and that was what do you like, mean? it's free. Well, <laughs> you don't have to pay anything. Okay, well that isn't that great. Okay, when you said the attendance is free, okay, yeah, yeah, I kind of got that yeah. when you said it's free. It's free in the beginning, isn't that awesome? Not only attendance is free, but the parking and is the free. Parking that's is free. the way you should have said it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yes, that's yeah. right. Right, yes. Right, because normally parking's where they get you, Tom. Yeah, they get you. At Nothing's free in this no. world. But except this, you got got to pay for parking. The Fish X Fishing Expo at Washington County Fairgrounds, February 9th, tenth, and eleventh. Now, what they got is they got two buildings out there, Danny. Okay. And one building is for the Fish X X Fishing Expo that deals with northern pike, walleyes, largemouth, smallmouth bass, black crappies. Lives matter. That deals. Right, with they'll it. have a booth. <laughs> yeah. The crappies, panfish, you know, all the different panfish. Enjoying for like yeah. only five bucks. So anyway, that's on one side in one a building. Magazine. 
But on the other building is the Muskie Expo, and we'll be talking about that in the next week maybe. But then on the other side is the Muskie Expo. Now, that one you got to pay for to get in. But the Fish X Fishing Expo, which is it's what you find at any other, you know, sports show, mm-hmm. fishing sports show. It's what you find at every other one, and it's going to be free. Man, that's my kind of words. I'll tell you. How much I, is I, it to get in, Tom? Let me. Well, it's you know if I if I get my abacus out, is that how you pronounce that abacus? And figure it out. Abacus. Abacus. Thank you. Abacus. If I get my abacus out, just insult a million Chinese yeah, people by and mispronouncing. Fig- <laughs> and figure it out. That's where it was oh, invented, I believe. Guess what it comes up to? Free. Well, free. <laughs> free. Which is zero. <laughs> zero. Nada. Nada. Zilcha. N- Yes, none. Yep, none. <laughs> that is that is a great deal. Just remember that, folks. February 9th, tenth, and eleventh, Washington County Fairgrounds Free Fishing Expo. Man, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. And if you want more information, I guess you can Google Fish X Fishing Expo Washington yeah. County. Yeah, it'll have it. So yeah, that's that's pretty neat deal. So anyway, that's that. You can call us at 799-1250, or if you wish, you can email us live at ceoguys at yahoo.com. One thing I might want to mention as well, yeah. uh, you might want to uh, patronize some of our fine sponsors. Yes. Uh, one of them is Curly's Waterfront Pub. Now, pretty much from today on, I believe, there should be fisheries going on every, every weekend week. all the way on through. And the one group yeah. that I belong to, Walleyes for Tomorrow, I did not go to their meeting at Nips this last week, Thursday, which is a little watering hole out in mm-hmm. Pewaukee, which is a real nice place. But um, they they got big, 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 big plans for that one. So That's lots, next week, reason is? I'm not sure. Or no, uh, Tom's going to call in next week, yeah. Yeah, I talked to Tom, Tom bumped into him at the post office, and he said he'll be uh, getting in contact with us. But he wants to do it right before because you know how, yeah. like, something that's way down, you know, if it's not imminent, he said people forget. So yeah, he, so he's he going to do it the week before, probably, which means it's going to be two weeks from now. So, so he's going to be in or talk to us next week. Yep, again, so Walleyes for Tomorrow has been doing a great job. You know, I've heard... promoting the walleyes out there. Have you heard this, too, that there's... My uh, buddy Rooster got a 27-incher out there. Yeah, you There's been two 27-inchers. Yeah. Actually, another another dude got one. But they're catching a lot of... They're, well, not a lot, but they are catching legal walleyes. And for out there, the legal size limit is 18 inches and a three-fish bag limit. But they are... Guys are catching legal walleyes. So... And they're catching a lot of those shorter ones that are like 14, 15, right. 16 inches, which means hopefully this middle of summer or so, end of summer, man, we're going to be into nice walleyes out there, you know? And um, next year it's going to be great. Now, the 27-incher was caught right down from my uh, <clears throat> from my million-dollar estate there on Pewaukee Lake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so what I'm thinking about doing, Tom, is getting a hold of some of my uh, – Knucklehead buddies and have like a walleye fest ice fishing tip up party some night where I'll get the grill out there. I'll fire yeah. up some Johnsonville. Well, no, I'll go to Bucky's. That's even better. Yeah. I got to get down to Bucky's and get some of those hot sticks for my students. Even though I didn't shoot a deer, I promised them hot sticks. So now I got it. I'll just go get the beef ones there. Mm-hmm. But uh, fire up the, the grill and set a bunch of tip ups. And then we all just hang out and party and 
See if I'd, we can I'd, catch some of those walleyes. I'd come out for that. Would you? Yeah. Because we could sit right inside see, the house. Well, I, you know, if it's a nice day, you just dress for it. And, you know, like if but it's if we could, if we could, if we could carpet bomb the uh, yeah. that area out there in front with yeah. a bunch of tip-ups, I'm sure we should get some pike, maybe some walleyes. You never know. Yeah, maybe you a black know. crappie or two. Might catch a muskie. <laughs> might catch a musky. Yeah, might 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 yeah. catch a musky. So I'm thinking of doing that. That yeah. would. That, I, I mean, actually, Danny, seriously, yeah, I'd probably come out for that. I, I, you know, I wouldn't do any fishing. I would just sit there. I bring. A, me... I bring a lawn chair along, put it right on the shore there, <laughs> my neck close to the grill where it's nice and warm, and uh, sit there and you know. Should get one relax. of those fire pits. One of those. In the clo- those yeah. metal kind of a fire yeah, you, things. You get a big yeah, I might thing. maybe get one of those, but I still got to get that old gas out of the out of the auger, yeah. and I still need someone to give me a tip on how best to do that without being environmentally bad. Yeah, we we got to do. Maybe that. I can just dump it out on your garden. No, kill don't all do your that. stuff. No, let's not do that. No, no, let's not do that. No. So. You won't grow your but jalapenos. You know what? It maybe if somebody knows tomatoes. what do you do with old gas that you want to get rid of? Where do you take it responsibly? I mean, don't don't go telling us just dump it down the sewer. And light a match. Yeah, or light well, actually you probably could do that, you know, just pour it into something in the backyard and light a match and just let it burn off. But what's the environmentally safe thing to do, folks? Seven nine nine twelve fifty. We gotta go to a quick break and when we come back. We are going to be playing the NFL football picking contest, and I got some big news for you folks. 799 Yeah, we need a contestant. You will win a $10 gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub on beautiful Pewaukee Lake. They got the games on. They got about, about I don't know, how many TVs they got there? About I think you said six, about 500 last week. 500 to 1,000. Like yeah. yeah. Oh, they got a lot of, thir- They're lot everywhere. of TVs. They're everywhere. And the food's great. The drinks, of course, are good. They're cold. And uh, unless you want, I wonder if they have a hot beverage. If they you got want. haystack onion rings, Tom. Yo, you ever had those haystacks? Yeah, those they are awesome. Stack them oh way God! High. Oh, those are awesome. They're, and the French fries, Tom. Have awesome. you ever noticed that the French fries are like identically <laughs> the same size? Yeah, yeah. They, there's no deviation. No, it's the same they are color. The same, the same color, color texture, perfect. and size. They're perfect. Perfect. Got to figure out that how they do that. I, you know, I got to. Maybe what we should do is what I should do is I should take one of the. Uh, people that work there hostage, and then the ransom will be give me the secret for your fries. Okay, Our we're gonna be right back with the, NFL, with the NFL football picking contest. Call us right now, be a contestant, 799-1250. We'll be right back. It is now time for the cutting edge outdoor seat uh the football picking contest. And something happened last week that rarely happens. I joined the 4-0 club. Danny Bush has gone 4-0 at least once this year. Greg Dranick went 4-0 once this year. And I have now joined the 4-0 club. I'm uh, happy to be with you guys. I went 4-0 last week. There uh, we go. That way. <laughs> uh, I, took right. all, I took all the underdogs, Danny. I hate to give you the bad news. You what? almost went perfect. No, I did. I know I did. Uh, what who, did are you, who did you think you picked, Tommy? Who, did, who are you saying I didn't do? Tell me. Buffalo and Jacksonville. You picked Buffalo. Yeah. They covered. It was an eight-point spread. 
and they they lost ten to three. So with my eight mm. points, it was eleven to ten. See, I don't do the I don't do the spread. I'm all no. about. No, no. I am a true competitor. I am no, all no, about no. wins and losses. Here, let me give you this disclaimer disclaimer that I used to do. It's e it's easy to pick the right place to go pick for, winners, for drinks. Oh yeah, you know that's yep. Curly's Waterfront Pub. But it's not easy to pick NFL games against the spread. And that's what we do is against right. the spread. So I was 4-0. Right. That were, Buffalo was a good right. pick because right. I, I kind of had a feeling it was going to be a low-scoring mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I did win that one. Okay. Yes, okay. I did. Okay, okay, okay. Tom. All right. Well, I just you won. All right. All right. So, turn right. it over over here. Yes. We've got Nick over in Brookfield. Nick, you are now live. What is going on? How are Not you doing much. this morning? Good. How are you guys doing? We are right. alive and we are well, and you yeah, are exactly. wow. Always a good thing on a Saturday morning. Yeah. Damn. Now, Nick, we know you're going to win because anybody can either tie us or beat us. So you're going to get that ten dollars <laughs> gift certificate to Curly's Waterfront Pub. Uh, he's got to go through awesome. me first. All right. Yeah. Got to go through. Got to go through me, Nick. All right. Need to be a competitor. Anyways. All right. So to wrap up last week, we had okay. Yep. We had. We had Tommy go four and zero. Bushy got the dub. Got the W with Car- picking Carolina, getting the points. So he went two and two. Uh, myself, I went two and two, and the caller went two and two. All right. All right. So you want to hear final standings, or not final standings, but y- seasonal standings? Yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Leading yeah. the way, myself. Well, actually, I should say Greg is leading the way, thirty-nine and thirty-one. Yeah. All right. Following behind me is the caller at thirty-seven and thirty-three. Followed by the caller is Bushy, thirty-three and thirty-seven, and. At his heels is <laughs> with 30 wins. Uh, All right, okay. so for for the first matchup, uh, we've got Atlanta going traveling to Philadelphia. Atlanta is uh, is given three points. Or no, excuse yes, me. You're, no, yeah, you're, am I, am no, my terminology uh, correct? Uh, yeah, Atlanta is uh, giving three points, points. Perfect. to so, Philadelphia. Yep. So we've got All right, so we've got Atlanta at Philly. Nick, who do you want? I'm going to take Atlanta. I uh, all right, cool, but uh, bushy. What? Oh, there it is. I, I, wait, I, I told you that. I was gonna. I was waiting. Is, 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 is that a traditional thing? What? I was online. I think Atlanta, does, I think, I think, Atlanta versus Atlanta at Philly. Atlanta's given three. I'll take Atlanta. Okay. Tommy. And uh, you know what? Philadelphia didn't get there just by accident. Matty Ice can let people down at times. I'm going with Philly. They got a good defense. I'm going with Philly. All right. All right. All right. I'll, I'm, I actually, this is the first time I'm going to actually agree with, with, or actually not first time, but I'm going to go with Philly. Yeah, you scared I am me. a Doug Peterson fan, the 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 greatest backup quarterback in NFL history. <laughs> yeah, okay. Doug Peterson. I'm going with Philly. Okay. And All right. So next? next week's matchup, we've got Tennessee traveling to New England. New England is giving 14 points. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Who is yeah. right? Yeah. Nick, uh, who do you got? That's tough. Yeah, that's a lot of points, uh, Nick. We'll go. We'll go Tennessee here. All right. Bushy. You want the fourteen points in Tennessee? Who does Tennessee play again? New England. Tennessee plays New England. Ten- uh, New England's given fourteen. Ooh. Yep, that's tough. Yeah. Tennessee. I'll take Tennessee in that fourteen. Tommy. Uh, Tennessee might have a good defense. Bortles isn't that good. And I think that's Bortles. Is there? Mariota. 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 Excuse me. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Mariota better be a magician and be able to pull a rabbit out of his hat because New England will crush them. I'm taking New England. Uh, 
I'm the last one to pick, and I always take this long. God dang it. Come on. Just uh, pick I'm going to go with uh, that's in the playoffs. 14, oh, what did they? Who did Tennessee? Just play? pick one. Hey, relax <laughs> here. It's only a two-hour show here, James. I'm going with Tennessee. Yeah. I'm going to take Tennessee. It's only a two-hour show. Yeah. All right, next. Okay. Next matchup, we've got Jacksonville traveling to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is giving seven and a half. Nick, who do you got? Uh take Pittsburgh. Okay. Bushy. Uh, Pittsburgh. Tommy. It definitely Pittsburgh. They, they, you know, they might not want to see. Jacksonville beat them already twice, and you know, but that ain't happening again. No, it ain't happening again. Roethlisberger says no more pick sixes on my watch. Yeah, I said, I said Jacksonville's def- defensive secondary is going to win them, get them to the Super okay, Bowl. So I don't think so. Do I'm think? going, I'm going with Pittsburgh. All right, well, we're all in agreement there. Yeah, I'm yep. going with Pittsburgh. All right, so final matchup of the week. Uh, final matchup of the week. We got New Orleans traveling to Minnesota. Minnesota is giving four points. Nick, who do you got? Take Minnesota. It pains me to take them. <laughs> Bushy. I think New Orleans. Tommy. Yeah, I, I think Minnesota's run is over. I'm taking New Orleans on this one. Yep. Uh, as much as I I, I, I I bleed my green and gold, but it would be a beautiful story to you're see going, Minnesota. You're going I, with I, it Nick, would be huh? a beautiful story to see Minnesota get to the Super Bowl in their home state, and it would be an absolute zoo if they get there. I would love to see it. I don't think it's going to happen. And then they would lose their fifth Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to get there, first of all, because Drew, so Drew Brees, is, this is better than he's played since his Super Bowl run. I think yeah. this is better than his Super Bowl run that he made. Uh, I forget what year it was, but I'm going with New Orleans. I'm I, I, Minnesota. I'd put a bounty on them and knock them out. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> Just like they I did mean, to them yeah. years ago. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I Payback think, is a... Yeah. Calling yeah. it right now. New Orleans, Pittsburgh, Super Bowl. New Orleans wins yeah. on a game-winning field goal. Is that your lock of the year? That is my lock yeah, of the okay. year. All right. Well, Nick, Nick good Nick, luck. Yeah, Nick, Thank good you. luck. Hang tight. Uh, hang yeah. tight on the line, Nick. I'm going to get some info from you, and then we'll uh, we'll go from there, all right? Sounds good. Okay. Care, guys. Okay, bye now. Nick's on hold. And now, did those guys call back about the gasoline? They should be calling back because during the break, Danny. We yes, had, what happened during the break, just Tom? Be, just before the break, we had two guys call about what to do with that gasoline. The, I guess the how to how best to correct, get it out of the tank and well, where to getting it where, out is easy. You just well, tip it upside mean? down. Yeah, but even when I you know tip it, there's always that little bit left, and it's going to spill all over the place. What do you have to put like a giant funnel under it or something? Or I, I don't know. I've never done it. Don't you don't want to dump I've it into a bucket? It. Never done Again, it. Again, I think your tomato How old plants is are a great stuff? idea. How old is that gas? Maybe two years. Two years? Really? Now, if there's not a lot in the tank, maybe I could get some fresh stuff with some oil. Yeah. Put put it in there, shake it, yeah. jiggle it a little yeah. bit, roll it down the stairs. Yeah. Now, was this real gas well, or was this reformulated well, Of course it's gas. real gas. What? No, was it reformulated with ethanol? Well, that's all you can buy nowadays, Oh, Tom. no, you can get real gas. Wait. Every place is 10% ethanol. No, you can get good. It's matter of fact, the sign in front of the station says good old gas. Yeah. No ethanol. Where's that at? That's on Highway 67, north of 16. I think it's Ashapin, the town of Ashapin. Yeah. You can get real See, I don't think it makes any difference, though. It does. I was told years ago when they first went to it, it makes a big difference. It does. I burn it in cars. 
it's running in my outboard motor. Didn't yeah. they say it used to uh, dry up like the seals or it, something like that? Seals and any kind of rubber hoses, plastic hoses, things like that. It does, without a doubt. It does. Over time, it does. It happened to my snowblower. Yeah. 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 It it will over time. And uh, now cars, they're 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 made to accept that. Okay. But uh, as far as small engines, outboard motors, and all that, no, that stuff is not good. If you can get real gas, you put real gas in. If you can't, well, hopefully you're burning through it fast enough because the problem with the ethanol is that if it sits too long, it separates. Yeah. And what you have is you've got a layer of water. you got a layer of water in there. and Or I think there's also a layer of pure ethanol. Maybe an expert could tell us that. Right. Burning either one is bad. Well, if you mix it up, though, right? It, Those Jiffy augers run like a. I know. Maybe that's we can call like, somebody from Jiffy and tell us. That's I think why, my auger yeah. I got in 1990 something. Yeah. I got it in like 95. Yeah, I got one back around then, too. Yeah. yeah. And were those designed to go with the ethanol? Was that ethanol days back there? Yeah. Um, yeah. Let's go back. I'm pretty Put sure. your thinking cap on and sure. go back. Yeah, yeah so I'm it's designed sure. to go with the ethanol gas. No, it's not designed for it. Well, it had to be if they made it back no, then. Not unless you got a flex fuel. Uh, 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 you get thrown all these big auger. words around. Flex, flex fuel. Flex fuel power auger. No, well, no. If you had one, but does you, it say they don't flex fuel them. on the side of the augers? Uh, no, on, no. Like I said, I they don't have. Covers. They don't have those. I said if you had a flex fuel auger, which you don't. So you're saying even today they're making those augers to be used with. The old good gas. Well, they're made with any kind. They can run on any kind of gas, with or without ethanol. Right. With or without. But the ethanol, over years, will damage it. Okay, well. Yeah, okay, here we go. Who do you got? Right, so now we got some callers in. We've got uh, Keith out in Waukesha. Keith, what's going on? You're on Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hi, Keith. Hi, good morning, guys. Hey, okay. uh, what do you do? Keith, the electrician. Yeah, what do you uh, do, Tom Keith? Tom is right about that ethanol. It breaks down in about 30 days, so uh, you don't want to use it. Next time you go to Bucky's, just keep traveling on ES, about three miles to East Troy, and there is a road ranger station there. And they I sell real... I uh, ethanol-free gas there for years. Yeah. I've never put any other gas in my outboard motors, lawn tractors, snowblowers, or anything. Okay. But how do you dispose of the old gas properly? Uh, to tell you the truth, uh, there's such a small amount of oil in there. Most of them are 50 to 1, some may be 32 to 1, but you add that, uh, put it in a can, put it in your gas, it ain't going to do nothing to your truck or car or whatever. I'll tell you, what are you talking about? A pint, pint and a half, maybe at the most? At the most. Oh, so you're thinking you could just funnel it into your vehicle and fill it up with gas and burn it? I do that all the time. Yeah, okay. Keith, we got to go to our next caller. All right, thanks, Keith. Thanks, Keith. And uh, you got now Neil. I've got Neil calling out at calling out from Tosa. Neil, what's going on, man? You're on Cutting Edge Outdoors. Hi. Uh, as far as the old gas, yeah, get it into a gas can. Yeah. And MMSD has hazardous waste sites uh, throughout the city. Okay. For the summer. So you just got to Google, or just for the summer, not for the winter? Uh, well, for the winter, they have dump sites at a hundred. 124th and County Line, right, and 124th just south of uh, Highway 36. So I suppose if we Google that, we'll find out, right? Right. Okay. Great. Yeah. You can take old gas or gas and oil mix. You okay. can, because I know I've taken oil in to a place once, at right. even out by Pewaukee. There's a place on certain Saturdays, and I mm-hmm. there was a place you could dump the oil. 
But you're saying you can take gas or gas and oil mix. Yeah, I've been doing it for years. Okay. All right. Good. Hey, thanks, Neil. Appreciate thanks, Neil. that. Thanks for the call. All right, we got to go to a quick break. You are listening to the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Still Cutting Edge. going to dump it on your tomatoes. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. We are on AM. That's 1250 AM and on FM, 105.7 FM, The Fan. We'll be right back with more. Somebody say hey. Hey, hey, we want some crappie. One more time, folks. Hey, we want some crappie. All right. all have this Okay. Well, let's keep listening. Do you? He likes this. He likes this song. Here we go. I think it's done. He think it's over. No, it's not over. No, I think he unplugged it. Oh, it's it's, it. it's a plug plug. It's unplugged. Actually, hey, we got an email, Danny. The Borton delay. There we go. Creamy cripe sake. All right. Hey, Danny, we got an email. This comes from Richard. Richard says, hi, Tom and Dan. My son just gave me a ticket for the Brainerd JC's $150,000 ice fishing extravaganza. They drill like 20,000 holes, and you have three hours to catch a fish. They have some great prizes. First prize, I guess, last year went to a five-and-a-half-pound northern, and 150th place went to a one-pound tubalee which is kind of like a white fish, he says. Most of the fish were tubalies. There were only five northerns and seven walleyes caught. My question to you, what would your strategy be? This is on Gull Lake in Brainerd, Minnesota. And thanks from Dick and Fox Lake. And he says, P.S., 18 inches of ice on Fox Lake. That's a lot of ice, first of all, Dick. Yeah, on Fox Lake. You know, in that big tournament out there, I think, I don't know how you get to the ice fishing holes, but I, they've got it cordoned off, and they got like literally twenty thousand holes drilled, and you just get to an area and grab a hole. Now, is it the biggest fish? I, you know, I he didn't say, and I don't know. It might be, it might not be. I don't know. They might have special prizes for big fish. I would, I would go with a twenty-pound fluorocarbon leader, and a small. Red eagle claw treble hook <laughs> hooked just behind the dorsal with one hook and go with about a medium shiner, and you can catch virtually anything. I might catch a pike, might catch a walleye, might or a, a crappie. Or a big crappie. Big crappie, yeah. big black crappie. Big, big one. Uh, I fished a tournament on Brain, on Gull Lake. In well, Brain tell them where to go. Big... Well, you can't. You pretty much pretty have to go to the three holes they assign you. I, I See, I don't know if they assign you holes or if everybody just runs out there and you grab whatever hole is open. You know, Knock I, I, people over on the way to the yeah, hole. I, I, I don't know how that works. Fights, fistfights. Maybe Dan. Uh, I had maybe, my tip up in here first. Yeah, maybe Dick could call us and tell us how to do that. Take off, you hoser. This is my <laughs> hole. <laughs> yeah. Where are they going to take you? They're going to take you to the loony bin. Get out of my hole, hey? <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, I'm not sure exactly how they do that, but uh, it would be interesting. Well, good luck. Good luck yeah. in that. Because, um, you know, a lot of these big uh, ice fishing tournaments that they have like this, uh, what they do is it's not so much on the size of fish you catch. It's in which order it's brought in or whatever. I mean, you get you, they got like, Battle. like like 150 prizes, and it, it's... Battle on the Bago, they just have you register a fish, and yeah. then you get then it's like a drawing. Yeah, I it's believe. like a drawing. Yeah, you just got to register you know, a fish. You can win. Yeah, you can win all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, right. so yeah, who knows? You might win something really nice. You know, I think all the prizes are pretty decent at these things. But uh, Gull Lake is almost like uh, it's like uh, a number of different lakes connected by channels. You know, right? So, it, but it's a if they're going off the main part of the Gull Lake, it's a pretty big open area, pretty large. So they'll have God, they'll have those things, those holes drilled all over the place. My goodness, 20, you like 20, Swiss 000 cheese? Holes? My goodness, what twenty thousand holes. Twenty thousand holes, he says. How many guys do they get to drill twenty thousand holes? Well, if they got their Jiffy Power augers, they can why, drill why are you a looking at me? Bunch of them. Well, I don't know, because you're the college, you're the hey, this, fresh out of college boy, uh, so you're the smart one. We're old. We've destroyed way too many brain cells over the years. Yeah. And you know, Not near as sharp hey, as I was. Hey, here's another Can't question. Can't run a 4 5 40 anymore. Hey, Danny, here's <laughs> another one. me with a sand dial now when I run. Here's another huh. thing. After, okay, it's going to take a while to drill 20,000 holes, right? So I what if it. it's a really cold day? Don't they freeze up by the time the people get to them? I don't know, but I got it. If if they get ten thousand people, that's two holes each. That's not too bad. No, no, the people fishing don't drill them. I know that's yeah, what I mean. It's the other... Just get ten thousand lunkhead volunteers. I'm sure they can go oh. to any local bar up there, and there's a bunch of unemployed guys yeah. hanging around, laid off for the winter. Yeah. I think I think all they need is probably pull them about, out of the bar. I think all they need is maybe put your like, paps down. Come on out and drill some holes. Fifty fifty guys would do it. Fifty guys. Just popping hole after hole after hole. Okay, 10,000 divide by 50. That's still oh, 20, a lot. 20,000 divided by 50. 20,000. 20, 20, That's 000. a lot of holes. Yeah, Guape. yeah. Yeah, it is. But you can, yeah, they go pretty quick, you know. I suppose. But it depends on how thick the ice is, too. Now, here's what I used to, <laughs> here's what I used to hate when I'd go up to Lake of the Woods with the group of guys ice fishing for the giant pike in March. Mm. Initially, when I first started going up, I went up to Buffalo Bay and fished with Robert Woods of In Fisherman fame uh, from uh, Hoople, North Dakota. And uh, we fished way out and caught my first 20-pound-plus pike mm -hmm. on a Chatillion legitimate scale, um, certified scale. So anyway, uh, we started doing the Zippo Bay thing. And uh, it went from, like, two guys going with me, Tom, mm -hmm. to, like, we had, like, 15 guys. Yeah. Everybody wants to go, oh, yeah, I'll go on yeah. that trip. Well, guess what? First thing in the morning, I'd fire up the power auger yeah. and start drilling a bunch of holes. It would take me about an hour at least to drill a couple holes because it's two lines each person. And here's what used to tick me off. There were times I'd drill a bunch of holes. I'd set the auger down. I'm sweating. At this point, yeah, I got my right. coat off. And I got to be, I got an extension on my auger. Yeah, yeah. So I'm virtually almost to my <laughs> knees even right. with the extension. And all of a sudden, I, I try to go set my tip up. I don't have any holes for myself. I got to go back, fire oh, the yeah. auger. But what kills me, Tom, is the. They can wait, Tom. They no, can I, wait. I was just letting, just, I was just letting get you distracted. know we got four of them. Okay. Online. Yeah, wow. That's, wow, that's a record. So, yeah. anyway, <laughs> what bothered me most is the guy that would be drinking Jack Daniels and playing cards till midnight, the longest, and was hardest to get up in the morning 
to get out to go with fishing in the morning was the first guy who would stagger <laughs> over and dump and put his smelt in a hole. Well, and then at the end of the week, they're ribbing me like, oh, you know, our guide can't catch anything, but we catch it. Well, of course. I spend half my time <laughs> drinking holes while you knobs are walking over, hey, dumping your bait in. You were doing a kind gesture for your fellow Not anymore. Anglers. All right. Who do we got online? All right. Who do you want to start with? All right. We're going to start with Tony out in Hubertus. He's got a nice fishing tournament story he liked to share. Okay, Tony. Hey, Tony. Tony. You're, Tony, you're on the Cutting hey. Edge Outdoors. What's going on? Hey, good morning, fellas. Yeah, I just wanted to tell you that we used to do a tournament similar to the Brainerd one up in Forest Lake. Yeah. Up in uh, just just north of the Twin Cities. And it was the same thing. They used to drill all the holes. It was like four big quadrants, roads going through it. Sure. And uh, it was just a, it was like a three-hour tournament. The starter's gun went off, and everybody just made a mad dash for their holes. <laughs> God, it ran for so, it ran for three hours. You could you know you paid thirty bucks a hole. Yeah. You could have more than one. Oh. In Minnesota, you can have two holes in the ice. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, that, so it was first come first serve to the holes, right? Come. Yeah, I mean everybody would be out there. You could actually go off prior to the start of the tournament and clean out a hole, but there was no guarantee that you were going to get that one. Oh, I see. Yeah, you, you know? just had to get there first. Okay. And, uh, yep. Everybody just had you know like a bucket or two and just ran out. There what and, was it? Biggest right. fish or species? Well, how they? Was, well, it was staggered similar to the Babylon Bagel. So yeah, not necessarily the biggest fish. Like the, the you know the, the new truck went. Uh, well, that may have gone to the biggest fish. But there were other prizes like snowmobiles and ATVs, you know, that were staggered throughout. Okay. So you really couldn't, you know. All right. Really well, plan on a position. Thanks for that info. Get anyway, me. I just wanted to tell you one other thing too yeah. about the gas situation. Yeah. I'm another yeah. one who's uh, adamant against using city gas on my small small engines. Yep. The fleet farms up in Fond du Lac and Oshkosh, the 89 octane is real gas. Oh yeah. Really. So anytime you go up that way, I mean, I. Oh yeah, you 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 get out of the five county area around here. Yep. And yep. you can get it, yeah. Oh, right. okay, right. good right. tip. Mercury Marine exit there. That's, yep. you know, the first fleet farm. I fill up five-gallon cans all summer long. Yeah. All right. Good Thanks. idea. I Thanks for the info. All the time. Cool. All right, guys. Thanks, all right. man. Bye now. Who do you got next there? All right, we got Ron over in Sussex. Ron, you're on Cutting Edge Outdoors. What's going on, man? Good morning. Hey, hey Ron. How you doing, guys? Oh, doing it's our advertising manager, Ron. We attack it on. Hiding right. He's going to do that. <laughs> hey, Ron, what's up? Hey, uh, I'm getting the gas out of your ice auger, snowblower, lawnmower, whatever it is. What I do is get yourself a turkey baster, and you're only uh, going to be sucking out yeah. know, four, six, eight, ten ounces of gas. Yeah, and a turkey that baster. Of, that little bit of gas that you put in a 20-gallon gas tank to your truck isn't going to amount to nothing. That's a good tip. A turkey but, baster, Danny. So so I, I might even have, like, another separate gas can with maybe a gallon of that mixed up. Is that going to hurt if I put that into my truck, a gallon no, of it? No, not at all. You're, you're diluting it so much by when you're putting it in. You know, if you put it in and then fill up your truck with, with regular new gas, it'll be just fine. I all just right. didn't want to foul my old plugs yeah. on an old truck. But that's a, that's, but I'll be okay. Yeah. It'll be just fine. That's a great tip, Ron, a turkey baster. Turkey ba- yeah. Tom, can I borrow your turkey baster? No, go buy your own. <laughs> and, then, and, then, yeah, and then one other thing. On the, on the newer outboard motors, something, you know, lawnmowers, snowblowers, et cetera, that have been built probably in the last 10 years, the rubber was always the thing that ethanol chewed up, and now they're, they're putting in different gas hoses and seals in the fuel systems that are more tolerant to ethanol. So ethanol is not great, but it isn't the kiss of death. Okay. Told you, Tom. Improved rubbers. Thank you. Works much better. Thanks, Ron. I'll talk to you later. 
All right, bye. And who's next? Oh, Dennis, our Boulder Junction connection. Do we want to go straight to Dennis? No, no. Let, uh, yes, yes. He's calling no, from yes, way up, yes, way up no. north. Yeah. Way, up, way up north yeah. or nort? Nort. All right, Dennis, you're on Go- Cutting Edge Outdoors. Dennis. Dennis. It's Good Dennis. Morning, yeah, Dennis Royce, our Boulder Junction connection, Sorry, calling we, from we, Boulder Junction. We missed you last week. We had the uh, Sadaka, Sadaki safaris in here, so we were big on the African thing. Yeah. So what's up? I up- hear you. I w- that was interesting. I was listening to that for a while. Hey, okay. cool. So what's going on up there? Uh-oh, we lost Dennis. We lost Dennis. What happened? Is he still on there? I'm on there. Okay, Dennis there you are. Okay, Dennis. So what's going on up north? Making us out like that there, Jazz. Yeah, I know. I want to know if Danny complains that much when he goes ice fishing all the time. Uh, no, <laughs> I'm not a complainer. I'm only, I only complain when I'm with Tom. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. So you got a lot of ice up there by you? We got a lot of icers, a lot of lakes are driving on, obviously. They're driving on anywhere from 12 to 14 inches ice. This okay. morning it's a minus 20 degrees, so it's cold. And uh, we had a, a guide that that lives down in your area. He came up here this last weekend, hightailed it. One day he's up here, Irv, I don't want to mention his last name, but uh, hightailed it down with his buddy from Jack's Jigs and went back south. They couldn't take the cold weather. So what a bunch of girly men. Yeah, oh, I know. You, get, you can't. You, they say they're fishermen. Come on. Get yeah. up here and fish. That's right. What about, what about the snow up by you? We had, fortunately, uh, Thursday afternoon and Friday, we got five to six inches of snow. So there's plenty of snow right now. It was bad for a while because it got warm for three days like you had it. Yeah. And uh, we got uh, plenty of snow right now, and the races are going on at Eagle River. Uh, there's lots of activities. Ice fishermen are going out. It's, there's a big tournament today in Boulder. And uh, they're getting out there. It's cold, but uh, it's supposed to warm up the middle of the week and get a warming trend that'll help the uh, ice fishing a little bit. But there's plenty of snow right now for snowmobiling and winter activities and, and lots of ice, and everybody's enjoying winter right now. So it's it's yeah. a good thing. All right. Well, thanks, Dennis, for that update. Yeah. yeah. You guys take it easy. We'll see you down there at the uh, West Bend Sports Show coming up for Muskie and then, of course, the Milwaukee Journal Sports Show. Yeah. So. All right. We'll talk to you All later, see Dennis. See you soon, buddy. Okay, bye now. Stay warm. Now, Dick, stay on hold because we got to go to a quick commercial break. We'll be right back with more of the Midwestern Shooter Supplies Cutting Edge Outdoors. It's the final countdown. The final countdown. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome. Let's try again. Welcome back to the Midwestern Shooter <laughs> Supply Cutting Edge Outdoors. Thanks for listening. And uh, who who do we got on the line on the line there, Jazz Man? Yeah, we've got Dick, Dick. Uh, who sent over the email that we were talking yeah. about earlier. Yeah, Dick, you're on the fan. You're on uh, Cutting Edge Outdoors. Yeah, thanks hey, for holding morning. on, Dick. We appreciate it. That's okay. Yeah, my son gave me the ticket, and uh, I was just trying to figure out the strategy. Oh, I, I don't. I it last year. He did it just by sitting with the tip up. Yeah, you know the thing. Well, Danny told you, you know. Using the fluorocarbon leader, a little treble hook, was that number size six treble hook or something? Yeah. With a, a medium golden shiner. You know, that's going to catch just about anything. But basically up there, it's 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 luck. I mean, it, it's like a shot in the dark because you're running to these holes. You get a hole. You don't know if it's in a good spot or not. You don't know if there's going to be any fish there or not. You're just, you know, taking a shot, you know. Yeah, because there's, you can't bring a knife auger with you. Right, you bring right. bring the chipper because they drill the holes Friday night. 
Oh, yeah. Then you got to have one of those scoopers with the chipper on the end. One thing uh, we suggested, the single treble. One thing in Minnesota, you got to be careful. If you had like a traditional like two-hook two quick strike rig there, that right. that's considered illegal unless it's an artificial. So you got to put like a spinner blade in between the hooks or on the rig itself. They probably sell them there, but tandem quick strike rigs in Minnesota, we had to modify them whenever we went up there and used them for pike. Yeah, so oh. just use the single treble hook. Yeah. yeah. You know, the whole thing about this gift is it's by the time I'm done picking him up, he lives in Minnesota. Drive there, pay for gas. <laughs> could be a three hundred dollar trip. Oh yeah, it's going to cost you a few bucks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> how much? How, how much was the ticket? How much is the ticket to it get was, in? Uh, Fifty dollars, and you got it for thirty dollars if you bought it before December first. Yeah. Well, just, you, you get one hole. That's it. Well, you know, here's here's the good thing though. You get to spend time with your son. Yeah, we'll have a blast. Yeah, you'll have fun. Yeah. I'm sure you will. Hey, do us a favor, Dick. After the tournament and you get back home and all that, call us, okay, and let us know what happened and how you did. Okay, I'll take pictures, too. Okay, right. great. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. All right, bye-bye now. Be safe. Bye. See you later. What? Did you, did you say something? I told him to oh. be safe. Yes, definitely. Once again, always stressing safety on the Midwestern Shooter Supply, cutting-edge outdoors. And, and uh, Danny, i got to ask you a hunting question. Okay. Is it easier to see squirrels... I mean, I've done this snow time, no snow time. Now, like, we don't have any real snow out there. So is it easier to see squirrels when there's snow or when there's no snow? Um, this time of year, if you are out, uh, especially I'll put it this way for fox squirrels. Um, if you're in an area, having an open forested area, hunting, hunting big fox squirrels, uh, this time of year, uh, I primarily look, more at the ground, yeah. or as at the ground as much, because you might see them 100 yards away running through the snow. Yeah. Uh, they spend a lot of time on the ground. So it's easier to see them when there's snow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a lot of time on the ground. Yes. Now, the other thing, too, is uh, if you want to get the biggest ones, the ones that are old and they've been around forever, uh, a couple of years back I got one, it's two and a half pound. It had nuts as big as a whitetail buck on it, <laughs> let me tell you. But I'd seen this hole along the riverbank, that hole. This tree with this big giant couple big holes. And it was just a gnarly old tree. And I thought, you know, a big fox squirrel has to live in that tree. Mm -hmm. But for three years, I'd never seen a squirrel in that tree. But one morning, it was it had been a cold spell, but then it got really nice and warm. We had a light snow that just quit at about 5 a.m. And I got out first thing in the morning. It was a beautiful day. No, no wind, anything. And I'm stalking quietly through the snow. And sure enough, there's fresh, giant, giant fox squirrel tr tracks in the snow leading to that tree. And I thought, the son of a gun has just been out making these tracks. Mm -hmm. So I circled and circled the tree for about five, ten minutes. But I knew he was up there. Finally, I got at such an angle where I just spotted a little tuft of hair where he was hiding up there on. And then I started to make out an ear, and an eye. So I laid down and crossed my left leg over my right, put the put the twenty two shooting straight vertically up, and, and drilled him. It was great. And it was <laughs> a big fox squirrel, let me tell you. Uh, but I knew for years one had to live there, but he was out early in the morning. Sometimes I think those biggest old fox squirrels are almost like white-tailed bucks. It's like they move 
real early and real late. Mm-hmm. I don't see them running around during the middle of the day. Hmm. Yeah, they're they're pretty wa- pretty wary. Whereas the gray squirrels, they're running all over the place. Yeah, they're hyper <laughs> frenetic little guys. But with all those hawks out there, you know what? If I were a squirrel, I'd be looking over my shoulder too because. You know, you never know when something's going to swoop in and, and your life is just going to end terribly. Yeah, and, and, and nowadays there are a lot more, you know, hawks out there and eagles and whatever else. There's a lot more of those out than normal, you know, than in years past, I should say. There's a lot of them out I wonder there. if any of the snowy owls that come down get any of the... Uh, they're probably more in the fields getting the mice and yeah, so forth, I would yeah, think. Yeah, probably. And I did, you know, I, uh, you know, you know what a vole is? Yes, I yeah, know what the yeah. the common meadow vole, yeah. which is husky. They we call them mice when we were kids, yeah, but they're it, actually real thick and kind of yeah. stocky looking. Yeah. And uh, they look yeah. a lot like a mouse. A lot of yeah. people think it's I, a mouse. I'd but call it's a it a vole. mouse, you know. And uh, but they're slower than a mouse. You know, mouse mice are really quick. You know, whereas voles are a little slower. They're a little slower. I Have think. Have you uh, timed oh. them in a forty or anything, there, I've buddy? Almost, I've almost stepped on them. You know, chasing them. I mean, so if I can almost step on them chasing them, they ain't that fast. <laughs> yeah, but a mouse doesn't that run that fast either. Oh, I don't know. They're pretty quick little How suckers. about we line it up and we get it? We get a catch a metal vole, catch a mouse. a mouse. We'll put them in like a little box with a trap door. And we'll have a race. And we'll have a race to the cheese. We'll make it. It'd be, like, to... uh, it'd be like the combine 40, but we'll make it 40 inches. <laughs> oh, 40 inches. <laughs> And then we'll make make wagers and we'll time it. I want to say thank you for twisting that around and making that into a football analogy. Yeah. And so I can understand. That's I appreciate right. that. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're a jarhead. So I'm gonna be player, watching so we gotta gonna be watching I'm gonna be as... watching football today and tomorrow. To just enjoy watching these games. We'll see how we do. Uh it ought to be a good weekend. And and for people going out, you know, weather won't be too bad. What time going are the games today? Fishing. I don't know. Sports director. 3.15 and 7.15. 3.15 no is early which one? one? No early one. No early one. Oh. 3.15 is which teams? Uh, Say that again? What team plays yeah, at A- 3.15? AFC leads it off, and then or NFC leads it off, and then AFC finishes off. I believe it was. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, yeah. yeah. Falcons and the, uh, yeah. the, the Packers. It's, yeah, Falcons. Uh, Jazz, you did to a all really listeners, good. thanks for listening. And God bless and stay free, everyone. Go ahead. You did on. a great job today, Jazz. Thank you. Mista- tried to go mistake-free. Kind of uh, uh, was funky in the last Mid- one. But- Western yeah. Shooter Supply. Cutting edge outdoors. We'll talk to you all next week. <laughs> Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.